What it do? It is RB22, episode 51, Text Ring of Fire. Got Harry right here. He's going to clown me for a little bit. I already know because of the Diego situation. We'll get into it. Some heartbreaking news down here in Austin. Diego Fagundes traded to LA Galaxy. Yeah. I know Harry's sad because low key, everyone knows that Harry is a bigger Austin fan than anyone that listens to the show. So. Uh, we also got Leagues Cup going on. Austin FC, embarrassing performance, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, it's no other way around it. Embarrassing, embarrass ourselves, I feel like. Uh, regardless of the injuries, we had opportunities. And uh, I, I feel like it's a wolf, wolf drop. Dallas threw. Dallas got through their group, second place in their group. And Houston threw. They're actually playing at the moment, or is the game over yet, Harry? Do you know? No, it's still three zero. Or oh, Dallas is Dallas is up two in the eighty third, and Houston and Pachuca over Mazatlan, two one. Doing something you couldn't do. Pachuca zero zero. Yeah, something we couldn't do. Uh, You got a point, but uh, I want you to bring up that flyer real quick, Harry, if you can. I want to promote. Uh, it's soccer stars, soccerstars.com. Some free soccer class demo, 30 minute class by age group. Uh, they get a free gift for the first 25. So you go sign up, tell them that RB22 or Texas Ring of Fire sent you, and uh, you know, they're, they're going to treat you extra special. It is Saturday, August 26th, 9 30 a.m. to 11 30 a.m. at Harper <clears throat> Field, field number four. Uh, Lake Creek Parkway, the information's all there. Age is 3 to 10. So there's a little link down there at the bottom. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, remember, we do go live on YouTube. You know, you can come watch us. You can come banter. You can come comment. You can even hop on sometimes. We do got uh, guests in the in the back uh, in backstage or whatever waiting to come on. But, yeah, man, y'all go sign up for this free event. It's a free soccer class demo. If you got a little one that's either three to three, uh, ten years old, I recommend you go and try this out. I mean, it's just good people all around. Tell them RB22 sent you. So Northwest Austin at SoccerStars.com. Check. Do them you out. coach with them or kind of what's no. how how'd you no, find this just, out? They uh, reached out to me. I guess because okay. you know I'm such an amazing person. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Harry, also. we got We got to. We got to have a bright. We got to have a bright subject, and and teaching kids soccer is is a bright subject. So, always, always, always. I'm gonna probably sign. I'm definitely gonna sign my son up for this. <laughs> Not probably. Send him over there and see what they got. You know, I want to see him shine in different aspects and have different coaches coach him all the time. That being said, get into some leagues cup. I want to bring on though first Adis. I'm not sure if uh, maybe you've been on the show a few times. I really can't remember it. It's been a long time, but my boy Adis, how are you doing? Uh, you know, we're still a little bummed down here in Austin over the Diego Fagundes news. My son was bummed. I'm bummed. Everyone's shocked. 
How are you, man? Man, given the circumstances, I, I have been better as far as the fandom right now. It's just we are down in the mud bad as a club and as a fan base. It's been a rough, rough few days. Not going to lie. Yeah, that's why I came. Like, I'm I'm at a funeral, I feel like. Uh, today, I was driving, and I just, man, I, I just felt, like, a lot of emotion, dude. Like, Diego's really gone. Diego's re- he's really not here no more. Uh, last night, they had a farewell for him. But before all that happened, Leaks Cup. Leaks Cup did happen. Let's get into some Austin FC. Austin FC, man, they started off bad against Mazatlan Friday, last Friday. Before that, you know, Messi, Messi time, Messi. Dude, what do you think about Messi so far? <laughs> Three the goals. Guy is an animal. Four goals. Oh, and Miami's up now two to one on an Orlando in the 61st minute. He's, so. tearing up. He's tearing up the league. He's tearing it up, but. Mazatlan. Well, it's not the league. It's League's Cup because technically we're not playing MLS uh, yeah, as of yeah. yet. So to, fair, to be fair. 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 Yes. yes, yes. He, he's, got a, he's got a good point there because a lot of people have been saying MLS goals and this and that. Anyways, Mazatlan FC Juarez. Jorge. Jorge comes out and tells Mazatlan coach, hey, when we drew you guys, we celebrated down here in Austin. You know, that's that's, you know, bulletin board stuff right there. That's stuff to get you hyped, ready for a match. They come Friday night, three to one, right? Take care of business. Take care of business. Now we don't have Danny. We don't have Drewsy. Okay. Now we do have Danny Drewsy. Saturday night, we play FC Juarez. FC Juarez midweek tied with Mazatlan. Went to PKs. Mazatlan took that one. We play Juarez, lose that game three to one. Same thing with Danny and Drewsy. Now, that leaves us out of this competition. Austin FC does not go forward. I want to know exactly how you feel with this being the third exit. We have CONCACAF Champions League that we went to Dominican Republic this season. We have, you know, we went out there. Didn't play uh, Driussi when we could have. Don't know why we didn't play him, right? Travel time. Bisonin also didn't play. 3-0. Get knocked up, man. Like, like, why? Right? Don't understand it. Knocked out of that cup. Open cup. Chicago Fire. Should have been able to get that one at home. The, the fans behind you. You know, you got the whole stadium. Q2. Out. Out of that, you know, competition. Now you got Leagues Cup. Everyone's, uh, you know, oh, well, you know, it's what it, what it is. But low key, wouldn't it feel good to advance and keep going? It would feel nice. No, doesn't happen. How do you feel, Adis, with all of that, bro, in one season? You don't get Champions League every year. Man, you know, disappointment would be an understatement, right? Because this was supposed to be our year. Uh, we we went so high last year. We, we were there. We were within one game of MLS Cup. And all of a sudden, not only are we down in the mud, we're out of all the competitions, and the future is looking bleak. Um, the Cups, man, just our team has a serious mentality and locker room issue, which just became super obvious this past week. And that's why they haven't been performing. Um, you know, 
I'm not going to blame 100% on the coach because the players have a lot of mentality, but Wolf has not been making matters better. Um, he's been contentious. Uh, he's causing a lot of the uh, discontent and a lot of the malaise that's, uh, frankly, uh, blanketing the team. So what do you do? Uh, pray for the best, but right now things are not looking good. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and that comes along with some uh, some news that we did not want to hear. Um, we are on the Austin FC segment. Why not do it now? Why not bring it up? Well, hold, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on here. Uh, let's before we get into right. that, because that's going to dominate the conversation. You've put hey, out a I'm couple done. of tweets. <laughs> you put out a couple of tweets to the Austin FC fan base, and others did as well, saying. Hey, don't take Mazalan and Juarez lightly. As a fan base, it seemed like you guys did. And I know we kind of joked around on the show, you know, when we did the preview with the, you know, Texas Ring of Fire episode 50. Um, I think all of us, uh, including um, Jose up in Dallas, thought Austin would, because number one, it's at home, thought that Austin would go through. And the reason why I was doing four cups because you got to include San Antonio from last year in this because it, it it it's all part of the same issues whether it's does Austin not have quality depth to be able to do these additional tournaments is it just uh, er, soccer arrogance you know per se where you're not respecting the opponents to me I'd be interested kind of what your guys' thoughts are because you're getting Austin FC's getting you know getting a reputation for not being able to perform in cups like it was it was on Football Americas you know you know about Austin FC's performance so you guys are Austin FC fans and I don't want to hear the cop out and I've seen some Austin FC fans say hey League's Cup doesn't matter. It matters. In fact, it probably matters more than, than the Open Cup, if you want to be honest. Because if you win it, you get $2 million as a, you know, for that in each round you go. You make more money uh, for that here. And to me, the biggest thing that shocked me is these matches were at home. These matches had good support compared to other turnouts, you know, you know, it, you know in League's Cup outside of Miami. Probably Austin had probably one of the highest turnouts. So, you know, I didn't see attendance from everybody, but to me, it's one thing losing if the games aren't in Austin, but these games were at home in front of a packed crowd. I, I, I don't understand how Austin goes away with no points, getting really getting blown out in both games. And I know, you know, you know, I know RB was on. We are awesome TV, I think, on both matches. Um, just just talking about hey, at the start they had their chance and then you know, you know, one goal in or one incident and the team just folded. So, you know, kind of your guys' thoughts on what happened, you know, and I know we won't, we're not inside the locker room, but you guys have a pulse of the fan base. You guys, you know, obviously cover Austin FC more than I do, despite Arby's uh you know, banter, you know, saying that I, that I am a Austin FC fan, but 
there's got to be something more than hey, we just we don't take it serious or, or along those lines. Is it just a depth issue? Go ahead, Adis. I'll let you get that one. Now, so to answer your question, there is no one single answer. A lot of the things you mentioned are some of the reasons, right? They're not taking it serious, right? The, the round one at Violet, not mm-hmm. taking all of your players, starting someone that had never been proven in the team before, etc. It's also uh, a mentality problem. It, quite frankly, like I said, it's very, it's plain obvious now that the locker room is broken. Um, and, you know, when you have a, a, a non-united locker room, you're going to get that mentality issue. As soon as a goal gets scored on you, you're just going to put your head down. And that's exactly what happened in both matches, right? Uh, on one of them, we went up ahead. We were actually doing well, received the, the tying goal, and we fell apart. And then on the first game, we tied up the game, received the next goal, and we just fell apart. I mean, as soon as the team received a challenging situation, they just gave up. And it's unacceptable given, like you mentioned, we were at home, you know, the crowd is loud behind you, and basically the players and the coaches decide, you know what, I guess this is not that important to us. Um, You know, the the reputation that we're getting is well-deserved because we are not able to, you know, we've won exactly two matches in six, seven, eight league league cup games that we've played so far. And in both, one of them was against a lower division team. Actually, both of them were, you know, two different teams that were clearly inferior. And other teams that were clearly inferior, we lost them too. So there is no easy answer, man. Um, we need an overhaul of this team, including, as you saw, where, you know, we're now we're getting rid of our best players. So who knows? Maybe we need to get Brucey and uh, also Stuver out because who knows what's going on. Right now, we're just kind of, Floating by, man, rudderless. That's, mm. that's my take on it. No, I mean, Iris is pretty pretty good on it. I I agree. I mean, it's the locker room issues. We will never know. It will never come out. You know what's going on. Who you can obviously tell that Josh has lost the locker room. Um, people saying different things, and then he says one thing. That's a problem. You see a lot of things going on behind the scenes, the things that these players like, the posts that these players like. It, it's telling. Yeah, that, it's pretty, that stood out, yeah, 100%. It's it's pretty well, telling. So, Harry, you're, you're not even a real fan, right? And you clearly see all those things. To, to me, one of the funniest things I've seen reactions from people, they're like, oh, there's no proof that it's a locker room issue. Man, what do you want? A declaration saying there's a locker room issue? The coach lying to the media, the coach lying to the fans. Um, you know, maybe when we talk about Diego Fagundes, I have some insider information there that I'd like to just share later. But there's clearly, um, there's clearly a disconnect, and it's obvious, painfully obvious to even people outside the fan base and organization. So this this reminds me, you know, obviously I'm San Antonio uh, when we had Coach Pal. He started out good, but you could tell kind of before he left that last year, before Coach Marcina took over, there was a split in the locker room. Like there was, you know, Coach Powell guys, and then there was Coach Marcina guys. 
And to me, if you don't agree that there's a locker room issue, you're not paying attention. There's just there's just been too many public episodes. It's clear you know, on from, the field. From, it's clear on the field. I mean, you can see it on you the got field. your captain from last year, Alex Ring, and you could argue, you know, whether whether he's a DP player or not. But he was your captain last year. He, the only time he's getting playing position or playing time is playing center back due to injuries, and then he's out for you know, I guess an undisclosed injury or along those lines. I don't know if he was really hurt or not. I'm not going to you know say that, but he was out for extended time. It just, to me, it reminds me of the last year of, of Coach Powell um, where the team needs to make a move. And the question is, will the team have the cojones to do it? And SAFC didn't. They wrote it, they wrote it out, missed the playoffs. Um, I know, you know, you know, we're going to transition to to Danny at, at this point here. Is is this kind of raising the white flag on this year, or you know, there's what ten games left? I feel like it is, but you know, well, obviously, we, I'm not. We, we not have a fan, Iron but. Verde, Iron Verde five one two. He comments on here for those listening. Says we don't have that killer instinct uh, we need in cup games. Mm-hmm. We do in a sense, but when we play Ronnie Redis you're not playing with killer instinct on the field. So you saw it in front of goal. Right in front of goal, he whiffs it. And it's like, bro, I thought it was in. I I mean, I don't see how he missed it at all. Listen, if, 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 there's somebody, if there's somebody that can miss a goal on net four feet from it, it's going to be Redis. It's Helmo Rigoni. Both of them, hey, one of them too is going to be Diego Fagundes' replacement. Zardis is 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 not uh, is known to miss as well, but he also gets yeah. the the lucky ones as well. So that that don't that don't you know it's his goals you know, that he has made this you know recent recent games have helped that argument for him in that defense. So, um, but yeah, I I'll just save the Diego for for later on. We'll go ahead and get into uh, Dallas. Dallas is two one right now. It's Full time, they're through it's, to the next it's round. It's over, yeah. Against Mazatlan, like I said, they did uh, get second place out of their group. Mazatlan is one of the teams that Austin FC faced. So Dallas fans, I know you guys are happy. I know you guys are feeling good about this one. Jose's not here. Uh, was he? He was streaming that one, or he? No, was he. No, he yeah. had. He had. Uh, he was working. Uh, yeah, he's working. So shout out Jose. It's bro Migo goals TV. Uh, drop that plug real quick. You know, goals.tv, the Netflix of soccer. If you have anything that you want to watch, anything soccer, Women's World Cup, they got Riley James. I believe he's Killing going it. live. Yeah, so he's he's really putting a lot of time, a lot of work into that right now. The w- Women's World Cup, if that's what you know you like right now, that's what you're into, find out all the information with the U.S. Women's National Team over there, Riley James uh, on goals.tv. And you can help support the show by getting a membership. Uh, you can uh, – what is it? It's code FIRE. Texas Ring yes. of Fire, but just leave FIRE, F-I-R-E. Let's see. I got it right here. If you need me, boom, code FIRE. So, Adis, I know you got a subscription. Uh, I know everyone got a goals.tv app. It's on Apple and on Android. So, y'all go check them out. Has it came FC out on Android? Dallas. I think it's still on yeah, Apple. Yeah, I don't think it's it on Android. Yeah. It just it came is. out? Okay. 
Yeah, I believe it is. I believe it is. So um, Houston's uh, 2-1 on penalties. uh, uh, I want to keep talking about Dallas real quick. I want to keep I want to I want to give these clubs a little bit more time to shine, you know. So Dallas, they get through, they play who they play next. Um, Can you pull that up real quick? Do you have the bracket? But whoever they play next, I believe uh they have a chance. Why not? Why not, man? I'm not saying they're gonna go win the thing now, but they have a chance to get through at least the next round, I believe. Jose probably would not agree with me. He never does. He just wants to disagree with me. <laughs> oh. But that, that's what I got him for. So add it. It'll, so pull it up. If I, if I, well, hold on before I, well, you ruined it. But yeah, if it'll be a sellout, <laughs> it'll be a sellout next time. You ruined match. it. <laughs> you ruined Sorry. it, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> the list hey, uh, wants to know. <laughs> I was going to say, if there's one team that'll be a sellout in Dallas, what team would that be? Miami. Team Messi, yeah, exactly. And and, 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 and I, believe it, I believe it is. I believe it is. Oh, bro, I'm about to tell Jose to give me some tickets. I'll go to that game. I bet you they're gonna take the trucks oh. out and they're gonna put stands right there because I don't know if you've seen it when they play football games when it actually sells out. They actually add extra seating to the stadium. I bet you they're gonna do that. Yeah, I guarantee it. Why not? You make some more money off of it. You can charge out the wazoo for that for those tickets dallas that'd be fun dude that'd be cool well, hold on let me hey. get confirmation on, on maybe Texas here. ring of fire can cover that maybe they can cover that get some media passes now nah, you be like who are y'all <laughs> y'all cover dallas <laughs> so miami thoughts is miami through they're up three one oh, uh, 12 minutes left with Messi, Messi goal seventy one. Oh my God, the guy! They're through, and I, I don't know. I don't know if Dallas is going to have a lot of opportunity there, man. He's probably going to tear them up too. Lionel Messi with another goal. I mean, it's across. Messi control. Oh no, somebody could. Uh, I think can't see who controls it to him, but just in, in the penalty spot, just cleans it up. Three one. Miami up on Orlando City. They're probably through. That's going to be a good one, guys. FC Dallas and Miami in Dallas, if that's possible. Uh, you know, the banter. Actu- but really, it's actually, Frisco, so. it may be Miami that's hosting because they were the higher seed. Uh, they won their group. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's going to be in Miami. That's right. So, they won the group. Boo. Why are you getting yeah. me excited for I guess it'd be nice if if I knew myself, right? But I don't know. I'm trying to see if that's been set up somewhere where. But Messi, man. Oh, man. Dallas don't got a chance no more. My bad. Take that back. (laughs) I think Miami's going to take it all. You asked me earlier, who do I want to see win the League's Cup? Miami, bro. Nah. I am a Ronaldo fan. Like, big time. I have Ronaldo right here. I have his Manchester United days when he was, like, 18 years old. Little young Ronnie. But uh, just reminiscent on those days. <laughs> now it's about Messi. It's all about Messi. And he's becoming one of my favorite players, dude. The guy, you cannot deny it. He's so good, and he's showing it there at Miami. 
So to see Miami win it, that would be nice for him to just solidify how great he is. Agrees? Or who do you want to win it, Harry? Uh, I wouldn't mind a Texas team winning just because, hey, we're Texas Ring of Fire. Um, it would it would be very Houston-ish for them to win something like this that has some value but not a lot of value, if that makes sense. <laughs> and then they would suck the rest of the year. Um, Dallas tends to do well in cup competitions, unlike Austin. Um, but to me, if I'm MLS, I want LAFC versus, uh, versus Miami. For, you, for want, Apple, no, you want Liga? You want Liga MX versus Club, Club America? Something uh, like that. So you, so, you want Club America then? I mean, pull up the pull up the. Let's see here. So on here you got LAFC, who's already up two uh, zero on Juarez mm-hmm. um, in the thirty sixth minute, uh, but we won't go into wow. details. Um, <laughs> See, uh, at, at least, at least, I would rather be embarrassed. Imagine if we would have gone to LAFC. Imagine. Oh Ima- wow! Imagine if we would have no, gone to LAFC, and imagine if we would have traded Diego Fagundes the day before we went to LAFC. <laughs> Ooh. Scenarios, guys. Hey, well, so I don't, I don't think you trade him. I was gonna ask that. Do do you trade Diego? If okay, we'll get. Into I don't. It. We'll get into it. I, I but I I just want. Let let me finish this Houston real quick because I want to finish League's Cup, get through League's Cup, and then the Diego because I I don't want to spend too much, uh, like going back and forth. So League's Cup, Houston, get out second place. They're on PKs right now with Pachuca, which I think they is just won. Uh, Houston Clark. Houston yeah, Clark made, Clark made the save in PKs. Yeah, Houston made it through. 5-3 on PKs. Hector Herrera, he came out of their academy. He's an academy product from Pachuca. Los Tuzos. Uh, so, hey, beating his childhood team, he said he wasn't going to celebrate if he scored, which is respectful. Uh, hey, if you look at Houston's path, they get Charlotte or Cruz Azul, which – I'm not going to disrespect and say they're not very good, but they're not, you know, inter inter messy uh, yeah. for that here. So, to me, you could see Houston very Houston very easily going to the the quarterfinals, and then shoot, you could you could see if if Dallas, especially if Dallas hosts Miami, um, you could have a quarterfinal of Houston versus Dallas uh, to, to go to the semis. Would be crazy. Would be good. So we got a question here. It says, uh, so what is this League's Cup thing? I'm very confused by it. Fair question. Listeners maybe don't know either. It's a, what do you think? What, what would you call it? A cash grab tournament? <laughs> but so, it, so it's essentially a tournament between Liga MX, which is the, t- the league out of Mexico, and the MLS, which are Canadian teams and American teams, right? And all games are being played on this side of Mexico. They're having games in Canada also. Uh, I don't know who – if Vancouver's still mm. in, right? Yeah, so they're, they're hosting. 
Oh yeah, they did but, host. Yeah, but but they do host in Canada also, and the leagues. I mean, in the uh, group games, it was three teams in each group, kind of like Champions League, but instead of four, it's three teams. Um, a win is three points. A tie would go to penalty kicks, so they would split three points. At after penalty kicks, winner would winner of PKs would get two points. The loser of PK would at least get one point. Um, that's how they would do the point system. And now they're doing knockout rounds, which is the round of 32. And it's a one-game elimination game. Uh, if it's tied, it goes to penalty kicks. Uh, I'm not sure if that answers your question, A Knight 2-1-0. But I understand being from a USL side, it's kind of hard knowing these uh, MLS tournaments. But proud of Harry for knowing. So, to me, my view is probably a little bit different. It is a cash grab. There, there's no question about it. It is. But I do think it's it's a path to – I personally think that MLS and Liga MX would like to have a close, close relationship, if not a semi-merger between the, the two leagues, where you kind of have that super league in North America, you know, for that right here. Because um, I think it makes everybody – it makes both leagues better because um, let's be honest, Liga MX, how they play, the talent that they have, the uh, financials that they play with is much better than, than than the United States. However, on the flip side, the marketing, the the brand of the clubs along those lines here, MLS does a good job. But, uh, you know, you, you can't dispute it that. MLS, you know, from, you know, from a club level does a great thing, you know, with that here. They just don't have that history. And I think if they can try to work to develop more um, of a working relationship with Liga MX that's healthy and having these competitions, I just question the timing of it a, a little bit here. But I, I, I could see this five years, ten years from now being one of the, the top things uh, you know, you know, in, in North America soccer, just because you're getting the best of the best. Unlike CONCACAF Champions League, where you know you get what three? Well, yeah, I guess you can get up to ten uh, MLS and, and Liga MX teams. I think is kind of what it is going forward. But to me, I think I actually don't mind it. It's been entertaining. You know, I've watched quite a few of it on 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 uh, Apple TV. The, the match has been entertaining. You know, it's it's a good break. I hate that they're doing it during the Women's World Cup. That's the that's the one part I, I hate about it. But I think I think as as you know, five ten years from now, if this is you know if if this is how we're still playing games, I think you're going to have a little bit of history on it. And, and I think I personally think it'll be interesting to see how teams do it. And like I said, that's why I'm kind of rooting for Houston and Dallas to have that deep run. You know, especially since we're Texas Ring of Fire. Because I think that will, um, you know, just, just like in CONCACAF, uh, the Champions League, you go deep, it, it, it gives a lot of promotion to your club. So, Yeah, agreed. But, like I said, messy time. I mean, who's going to stop them? I don't, not Dallas. Uh, <laughs> if they can score more goals. If they can score more goals, but Messi, it's it's Messi time, bro. I'm telling you, we're about to see the some question, crazy stuff from that guy. And, the question uh, is, is is uh, for our uh, FC Dallas fan, um, what shirt is he wearing? 
Because you know his team uh, was it Jose. Oh, Jose. Oh, he's wearing Miami, dude. He's wearing Miami. Yeah. I'd, say, I'd say three quarters of the stadium is going to wear Miami. Yeah. So Mazatlan is, is out, right? Mazatlan is out. They just lost yep. to, to Dallas. So, uh, hey, I, like um, Adi said, we'll be in Miami that match. I say Me- Messi takes care of it, you know, three to one. Nah, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. See we'll who's see. healthy. I haven't. I didn't get to watch the game, so I watched a little bit of it. I watched a little bit of uh, Messi's game. Or, I mean, Miami's game, <laughs> and a little bit of Dallas. I I laugh because it's so funny how I'm becoming a, a fan of Messi, and I used to like just get into so many arguments with people about Ronaldo and Messi back in the day, right? Back in their prime time. It's so funny. Edwin Cerillo to Galaxy. What is he talking about? Is that true? Can it's someone confirm that? North End Pod. What are y'all talking about? Shout out to the North End Pod. If y'all don't listen to them. Y'all don't Hold need on, to because they, they be playing around too. Not just playing. <laughs> Go check them out. Uh, Zach and, and E. The E and E show over there. All right, we man. Did so- have- they did have a good uh, uh, depression show uh, when it was announced here about uh, Danny going to LA Galaxy. Just uh, happened. Just Ooh. happened. Edwin Cedillo. I, I see it. To Galaxy. Whoa. Yep. Hey, uh, North End, any of you guys want to hop on real quick? Talk about Seven, it. 17 seconds ago, uh, Tom Bogart. Yeah, that's, yep. that is crazy. Um, crazy. Well, let's talk about it. What What are your thoughts on that? I mean, Diego Fagundes and Edwin Cedillo, what they're plotting over there. They should have took to go with back uh, nah. to, to go with Puig, right? Puig, uh, Puig's still with Puig, them, right? Puig. Yes, yes, yes. And that pairing is going to be pretty good. It's going to be what they need. They need a striker now. Chicharito torn ACL. I mean, how how are you gonna get past that one? Who who do you get? I mean, yeah, the, remember they have to stay in the league, right? Because they have they're paying the the, the issue where they were cheating. So, well, oh, hold, hold on, this is MLS, so they do have the ability to change rules on the go. <laughs> Fair, but, but officially. You cannot go outside the league, right? They have to stay within MLS. That was the, the only thing. Alvaro says, "Can't wait to watch Diego ball out next match." And let's—that's what you know. I want to say, you know, in a little bit, but we'll bring it up. Bring up the situation. Yesterday, the day before the transfer window closes, Diego Fagundes gets told that he's getting traded to LA Galaxy for Memo Rodriguez from LA Galaxy and it's for 300k in gam for this year 2023 and possibly a potential 600k in 2024 now potential that's kind of like me telling my kids maybe like when they ask me for snacks and stuff like probably not gonna happen right so being realistic I wish Harry I, I don't know how much you really know 
about you know the money side of MLS, but I wish Jose, you know, he knew he knows a little bit more. But what do you think? Is the six hundred potential? Is there's no guarantee of what the add-ons are or specifics of what the add-ons are? What do you think? Six hundred k is that going to be six hundred k, or do you think it could be just three hundred k? Because the guy's valued at on transfer market at five million, and we gave him away for three hundred k in gam monopoly money. <laughs> I I I I understand that it frees up our roster. Just man, I don't know, bro. What do you think? That's that's why to me, you know, it. it if you're making this move, you better have another move to go with it. And or is this pre-court seeing, hey, the the roster, this team, the coach doesn't doesn't have a fit. Um, I, I'll, I'll say it. I'm not a Danny guy. Was Danny maybe an issue in the locker room um, for that here? Not not a Wolf guy. Uh, along those lines, Diego. I don't know. Diego. Or Diego, pardon me, Diego. Uh, you know, was Diego a learn your players, bro? They're not my team, buddy. Oh, he's not your player no more. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, for as for a problem in in the locker room, I just I don't know. I I don't see Diego being the problem. I think it's maybe more Wolf, and at this point. But if he's, At but that's point, the issue. Um, if he's not a wolf guy, is that why he's being shipped out? But who's a wolf guy at this point? You can't tell me that those players are wolf guys. Oh, I bet you there is. Come Ooh, on, I, just I don't, I don't think Z- so. Zardis. We know Zardis is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's name them then. Zardis. So, Zardis. Uh, Hector Jimenez. Ethan Finlay. But Ethan Finlay has performed. But Who, who's the two? Guys. Who's the two wingers that you're like? Hey, they, they've got to have pictures or, or you know, hold them blackmail over Austin FC because uh, why are they still here? The number one signing. They oh. gotta go, bro. They oh. gotta go. But they're not. Everybody knows they gotta go, but they're still why, here. Why don't we let go of of uh, a DP? You know, why don't we sell the DP? That frees up more money and a DP slot instead of selling Diego, you know, whatever he's on for Austin FC, and then not make a move the final day of the transfer window. Or ring. How about ring? Or he's ring. a DP. Or ring. He, he's, he's, you can't tell me that ring doesn't have value in, in MLS. Now, you know, would, would, would Austin maybe have to kick in some cash, you know, fake money, whatever? Austin FC could have made this deal happen. And that's why, that's why to me, when this, when this happened with Diego, there needed to be a secondary move bringing somebody in that's a top talent. And uh, I and guess because the window closes tonight. Yeah, we got And, and it's nothing. But it's – but to me – you do that move think, and bringing in Memo, thinking that, hey, you're bringing in player B from somewhere else. That's what I, that's, that's the missing part to me. You're, you're moving ring for, you know, let, let's say whoever the best Rapids player is, you know, you know, for here. And I'm just using them as, as an example. Um, but a team that's not, that's out of it, that, may, you know, 
to, to me, I don't understand this move because if you look at the positioning of F, uh, of Austin, and especially when you're looking at the West, Austin is still in it for the playoff spots. And once you get into the playoffs, as we saw last year, a lot of it depends on the breakup, but they went further than I think most people thought going to the Western Conference Finals. Who's to say that can't happen again? Now, things would have to turn around and along those lines. You saw some of that happen when they had the the 2-3-0 wins against Houston and Dallas. So you could see some flashes. The team hasn't been healthy. So if they get a little bit more healthy, they get some help on the defensive line. Who's to say that this team can't make a run? Losing Diego is pre-court going back to Columbus pre-court, you know, getting all cheap again? That's that's my question. I I think that this prepares us for the winter transfer window. Prepares Burrell to be able to make moves in the transfer window, right? Make let him do what he needs to. I think Redis is not gonna start. I see CJ Fodre being a starter for Austin FC moving forward. Once Rigoni comes back, who knows? But it's going to be Finlay and it's going to be uh, uh, Fodre. Finlay Fodre, the FF bros. You know what I'm saying? We, <laughs> we'll come up with something. But that's what I think. And that's not me being biased or anything, anything like that. I just don't think that Redis is the guy for that side. And who else are you going to put there? You're going to push John Gallagher up? Nah, I'm good having him in the back. The work that he does back there... He's, he solidifies that spot. Nick Lima, Nick Lima's one of those guys that maybe could, could use a little bit more work or maybe bring in somebody that slots into that position that plays a little better. Uh, but Nick Lima does work back there. Just has a little bit of these crinkles in his play sometimes, but it is what it is. But, yeah, I say uh, Fodre's the guy, okay? Fodre's the guy. But losing Diego, it does hurt us. And... You can say that he has had a small dip in his play, right? But not enough to sell. Redis, what has he done for us? What has he done for us? Nothing. What has Rigoni really done for us? Nothing. So these guys have done nothing. Diego has done so much for the club on and off the pitch. And for them to just one day come at him and just be like, hey, bro, uh, we traded you to LA Galaxy. Dude, that was a blow to everyone. And I don't think I don't care if there's people out there making memes and talking mess and like saying, hey, we, you know, we're cleaning house and this and that. I understand where you're coming from. You can't tell me that that didn't hurt you either. Selling Diego. Adis, the reason you're here, man. I want to see how you feel, bro, about this this move Austin FC made. Wolf, bro, what is he thinking? What is the club thinking, bro? Man, this is an insane, insane move. Like to me, and I think Harry asked a question. Why, you know, we're sitting in fifth. Can this team, why can't this team make a run? Well, I'll tell you why. First of all, because we just traded away our second, <laughs> maybe our third best player away, right? Second, we have a divided locker room. The reason why Diego Fagundes left has absolutely nothing to do with Gam. Because if that's the case, why the hell would you trade a $5 million player for basically magic beans, you know, 300K in Gam, 
dude, we paid 475 for hedges. So you're telling me that basically Diego Fagundes is worth left worth less than Matt Hedges. What in what world does that make any sense at all? Okay, so I do not buy on this whole narrative of oh, it's just business. I mean, it is business. I, I don't deny that, but there's something else beyond that was driving that. Okay, there's it was a personal rift. Everybody saw it. You saw the little things. You saw the little likes that by Diego right on Twitter. Uh, you saw the digs that. The public digs that Wolf threw at Diego throughout the season, making uh, you know complain openly complaining about his about his uh, contract. Uh, you know, if you didn't like the contract, why did you sign him? Because that's the other moronic thing about this. We just signed him to a three-year contract. How many months ago? That was back in January. I mean, it, it, it is it is this move does not make sense. And Harry, we are not going to. If we if we make the playoffs somehow, we're not going to do anything because this team is divided. We don't have the talent. Uh, the coaching is atrocious. Um, we're not. We are unable. When you don't have a good manager, if you have even if you have good players, if you don't know how to manage the game, if you don't know how to adjust your strategy mid game, you're going to get out coached every time. And, that's what we have been seeing from Wolf the past few months. Um, another thing, I'm, I'm going to make this public, right? But this is through other people. This is not something I heard. But uh, apparently Diego found out that he was being traded via a phone call. Okay. And then second, when he asked why was he traded, he was told, you do not need to know this. This is not on a need-to-know basis. And then, you know, the conversation went on. And then what I heard was at some point, um, the, the, basically the call was dropped, right? Whether Diego dropped it or, or the team dropped it, I don't know. But it was not a good way that they parted ways. So it was absolutely personal. You can make the argument that, you know, uh, Rodo Borrell came in and, you know, he's making moves. Yeah, he obviously approved. Uh, but there is no, no doubt in my mind where this started and where this came from. This came from Wolf. Wolf wants his guys. He wants his system. He will not stand anyone deviating or going off script, right? Uh, he's got his set of rules. And when you fell out of that, we saw what happened. Pochettino, first season, the exact same thing happened. And, and I'm sorry, man. I've met Diego personally. I've heard through a million other people who have met him. I just don't see the guy in the locker room being different than the person that he is everywhere else and i've seen him outside you know when, when cameras are not there he just seems to be the greatest guy um and on the other hand you have coach wolf you want to see what kind of person he is go watch his press conferences arrogant condescending so you can see where you know there was a lot of friction in the locker room wolf probably didn't like how popular diego was and so he felt threatened and so now the fans are going to pay the price we're, in my opinion, point, we're punting this season. We're punting the season for some future move, right? The other magic 600K in GAM that we're supposed to be getting. Haha. <laughs> Only if Diego, this is probably tied to Diego scoring 10 goals the rest of the season or something stupid like that. 
So I, I consider that money gone. Yeah, it does open up some cap space, but that, that's not doing us any good right now. We're going to go the rest of the season with either Rigoni or Redes playing on that wing. And I'm with you, RB. I am a huge um, CJ fan. I love CJ. I've been following him ever since you featured him uh, on that interview. I've been like really, uh, I've been going to all the FC2 games and I've been watching him in person. I love him. I would love nothing better for CJ than for CJ to get playing time. But this is Wolf Ball. He's not going to get it. Anyway, that's my rant, man. No, I appreciate it, Adis. Adis with the, the rant, man. Yeah, I agree with a lot you're saying. This deal does not make sense. Diego Fagundes going to LA Galaxy it just doesn't feel right. Just, man. Harry, you know, you guys joked about me, you know, get the the Kleenexes and stuff. But seriously, dude, like, I, I don't I don't like comparing. <laughs> Harry pulls out the Kleenex box. <laughs> so I don't like comparing MLS to European stuff. But, dude, Diego leaving Austin FC, I compare it to the way I felt when Ronaldo felt, left Real Madrid. Like the emotion that I feel. I'm not even kidding, dude. My first game that I watched Austin FC was the LAFC match. And uh, watching Diego, I just, bro, like, like I just knew like that was the guy. I just knew that was the guy that, that I wanted to follow, that, that I knew I was going to be a fan of. He was a pretty boy and all that. You know, you kind of be like, man, my wife's going to be all, all over this guy, right? But really just i was like this guy's a good player he's a hustler man like you can tell how good he plays so diego leaving bro just like alvaro says man watch uh galaxy make a run shout out alvaro imagine imagine la galaxy makes a run you're on mute Harry. yeah they're gonna make a run there there's no yeah. question about it yeah so um and and that that made me laugh. Uh, is that a cat? Because Harry's cats were fighting. I had to mute him. <laughs> that, that had me laughing, especially when Avro asked the question. And uh, yeah, it's Diego leaving, man. Yesterday he 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 went to Hop Squad and said bye to a few people. I I'm super jealous of the guys, of the, everyone that was there. But I'm glad that he got sent off that way. I'm I'm glad that, that happened. Uh, Alvaro, uh, let me let me just read this comments real quick. I'm telling y'all that video that George posted on his YouTube shows that nobody likes Wolf after the loss to Juarez. <clears throat> he walked the pitch and nobody wanted to talk to that fool. And everyone was just ignoring him. And uh, yeah, it, everyone was just upset, bro, <clears throat> crying, you know. And uh, yeah, bro, it's it's tough for everyone out there. My son, uh, people's kids people's everybody you know everyone fell in love with this guy and on and off the pitch like i said and diego we wish you nothing but the best it was fun covering you uh i mean i wish you we know we just hope that you go over there and really really try to do your best you know you got to leave austin behind it is what it is but when you come to austin I believe that Austin is going to receive you as as their own, and they're going to try and give you uh, they're going to try and give you like a good like farewell, Diego. You know, like a proper 
you know, standing ovation, clapping for the guy. I can see it happening, man. Like he that's how big he was. And Till another that first thing foul. I was thinking, the other thing I was thinking, who else does this? Who else goes to Hop Squad and says bye to us? Who else does it? If if somebody else gets signed, who else goes, Addis? Nobody. 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 Maybe. I, even maybe maybe, Stuver, maybe like maybe, Danny maybe, or Stuver. Stuver. You know, there's a it. few. I, I don't know. Drusy would not do this. Drusy wouldn't, right? Drusy wouldn't. He, he, he'd be like, nah, like, I'm gone. You know, like, I'm, a, I'm going to L.A. Well, you bring up an interesting point. When we talk about leadership on the field, Drusy is being captain. That hasn't worked out this year. Yeah. Terrible move. Terrible move. And, yeah. Harry, I tell you what. That is part of the reason why this year has been atrocious. When he removed the captain's armband from ring, that's what started this whole mess. And I love Drusi as a player. Terrible captain, terrible attitude. I'm not saying I want him out of my club, but he's not captain material. He's a great, great player, but he just doesn't, he's not leadership material. But we've had this discussion, Arby. I don't think Austin FC was built right this year. Just uh, it, it it comes down to that. Just Zardis, um, the guy from Seattle, uh, the forward Bruin. Uh, Bruin. Bruin. Yeah, you, you, ne- you needed <laughs> you young players, hungry and players in, in that position. Yeah. has been a mess. Now I blame that but one. But you're right, on Harry. Brucey. I blame that one on Brucey, though. That yeah, of course. Yeah, and that I mean, goes. Rigoni's not here if it's not for Juicy. But to me, that goes back as to the start of the show uh, with League's Cup. <sighs> Having younger players with fresh legs that can come in with speed, energy, that's hungry, that wants to make a mark, is what that's is, is what those competitions are for, and. To me, to me, it's it's all about the makeup offensively. I, I told you when, when we had our season preview, I did not like the forwards for Austin. I don't, you know, I don't think that that that's it's the it's the right move. And um, you know, it's you know, uh, you know, as an SAFC fan, you know, I'm all right with Wolf as the coach because I think that puts limitations on Austin um, as far as how far that that they can achieve. But if I'm the new technical director, the, the guy from uh, 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 Man City, I know he came and came out and said, hey, yeah, he's our coach. To me, if I'm honest with you, I pulled the trigger. You, know, you, can't, you can't keep, as a fan base, you can't keep him around. And I know we've talked about this before with Houston. We've talked about this before with, with, um, you know, with Dallas. Houston, people forget when Houston first came and they had, you know, they had winning records and championships. They had great crowds. They have the, they have the stadium in a perfect location downtown, but poor management, you know, by the club, you know, poor, uh, poor fan interaction, I guess you can say. Austin's on a slippery slope because they're no longer the new club, you know, you know, uh, for that here. That you know, results matter, team performance matters, and more important, that public perception of 
are we an Austin FC community team matters before you could say that, you know, because of Stuver with uh, Diego and all those lines. But if you're shipping out one of the fan favorite, if not the most valuable uh, uh, player for the fans, that's a big strike. Uh, you know, for, and I know we're not in the Austin, well, we got, in Nine Harry's games book. left in Harry's book. That's a big strike. Imagine it's a big game. strike, dude. It's yeah. I, yep. you know, I agree. I, I'm just trying to be honest here. Mm-hmm. You know, as a San Antonio fan, that. we've been like, hey, us give Austin FC a couple of years. Let's see what their attendance going to be. And my, you know, I'm not saying you guys are Houston by any by any means, but Houston also was on this track as well. They fell off the train, and once you lose that respect, or, or not respect, once you lose that, um, the it factor of hey, we got to go, and it's more about performance and along those lines. It's just it's it to me. It's this. This is the first time I've really been kind of worried as far as the direction under pre-court. Because prior to this, I think he's nailed it a hundred percent, and and that sucks to say as a San Antonio fan, but all the moves that he's done prior to this year. You could say it's been good. This move is the first one that I think you really kind of question, hey, what's, what direction is Austin? What kind of club is Austin going to be? I think you let it play out to the winner. If well, you have the to. Trans- and the, if the winner transfer window is atrocious, then yes. I, I don't even think it's that. If, if they keep Wolf for next year, fan base going to be happy? Burrell's already came out publicly and said that that's his guy. I mean, if – if you, but, depend, it, it, if well, look, check this out. Anyone who thinks that Wolf is going to get fired and during the season, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's you're you're living in a in a fairy tale land because, in my opinion, put it in your head that Wolf is not getting fired. If he does, that's like a Christmas present in the winter, right? So, but how can you have you a have successful to, window if 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 Wolf is still I mean, your coach? Look, Burrell. Burrell that's your that's your answer right now. there. Burrell is the sporting and, and, director, okay? He built the team. He built the squad. Wolf is the guy who's supposed to coach the team now. All right? So, I mean, that's just what But they is. have I to work together. Lose. They have they to have, work yes. together. And to, to me, together, it's, it's this is no different than saying. Look, check, look, check this out. There's Maxi's contract is up at the end of the season. We have, like, Hector Jimenez, Redes' contract is up at the end of the season. Ring is uh, up too, right? I think he's able to walk uh, out. Ring, ring, I think. Rings up. There's a, there's a, there's a, you know, a good amount of guys on big money that their contract is up. So, look, it, it's going to come down to. This is the question here. This is the question. They did. Yeah. They the, did. The front, yeah. So, giving up on the on the season, I I don't think they actually sat there and said, hey, you know, let's just give up on the season. But they probably said we can. We can make playoffs without Diego. <laughs> they probably thought that. They probably thought that. Do you believe and, that? Do you believe that? Bro, no. No. <laughs> no. Harry, do you believe that? As as disappointing uh, as been recently, Diego's a guy that he fights for it, bro. He fights for it. Game every game. You know, and losing him. Bro, it's going to be so weird going to games and not seeing Diego out there. I'm sure for the players, I'm, I can you imagine every player that is here has seen Diego in training since they've been here? 
you know, like, like not to see Diego there no more, not to have his charisma and all that. Like Diego was a hell of a person, man. I'm pretty sure in the locker room, and I guarantee you, he wasn't the problem. I guarantee it. Just, just so, sucks, man. So this is Austin FC, FC schedule at St. Louis, which uh, St. Louis is a quality team, especially for a first year expansion. Uh, battle for Copa Teos, right at uh, FC Dallas. I think that whoever wins that wins Copa Teos. Correct. Uh, if, we if, if, no, if we win, we win. If they win, yeah, if Dallas wins, they, have, they have a chance. They still have a chance okay. because they have to play at Houston. Mm-hmm. Then you host Seattle, which is kind of hit and miss. You go to New England, tough. Home against Portland, kind of, kind of mid. Uh, Red Bulls uh, away. Galaxy, that'll be a big one. That's Sunday night, so that's probably a Fox game. Uh, on that one there, so that's national TV. So and that's Diego whenever gets... we play against Diego. So Diego yeah. will come to Q two that game. No, that's not a Q two. It is a Q2. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I was reading the wrong one. Uh, Colorado, that should be a win, but you never know. Uh, DC United, LAFC, and then at San Jose. It's not an easy schedule. You you want to know my prediction? My prediction: we win two games the rest of the season, maybe three. That's it. And we're not even going to get close to playoffs. We're probably going to come in. Wow. Probably going to come in eleventh. That's my prediction. Wow. Adis, Adis is he? He? Yeah. And I. I don't think I'm as man. negative. I think it depends on who who we use, what players we me, d- decide to go on from here on out. And I know we ha- And I know for uh, Austin fans, they won't. They don't talk about the guy that they got. Memo is an average. MLS player, so he's he's got some, he'll have some great ga- he'll have some good games he'll have a bunch of average games then he'll have a couple of stinkers, but Welcome he's a guy that Rodriguez to Austin. <laughs> Welcome, bro. So I, I think and I've seen and I've seen a couple of people take some shots at him, you know, and it's really not fair to him. He's a quality player. He played in Houston. He's played at RGV, so he knows the area. He knows how to play in the weather. Um, hopefully fans will give him a shot. You know, I know he's not Diego and, and along those lines, but he has produced some big moments uh, for that here. So I, I think that they'll still be fighting. Um, I don't think they will be fifth, but I do think that they could possibly be in the, you know, seven, eight, nine range, you know, playing round playing games. Um, if the locker room is as fractured as we think it is, yeah, they could they could completely fall apart after this if if Diego is one of the leaders in the locker room and and we're gonna find that out fairly quick is how important was Diego in the locker room? Yeah, I agree. yeah. Pues muchas gracias, Diego. Te cuidas, suerte, rompela allá in LA. And hey, RB twenty two signing off with uh, Diego, man. <laughs> Sorry, dude. But it is what it is. We move, you know, like Josh Josh Wolf says, we move and we 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 move like a slug on the playoff line out of playoff pictures. Hopefully not. But it's enough uh, MLS talk slash leagues talk slash goodbye Diego Fagundes before I for real gotta start. You know, <sighs> sucks, bro. It really does. It hurts, man. Hits you right in the gut. USL talk. We got San Antonio FC, RGV, and El Paso Locomotive. 
All right, man. So, Harry, run us through what's been going on over there. I see El Paso eliminated from Copa Tejas. Whoa, that's news. That's that's some news, man. So, yeah, they got, uh, rolled, they got rolled down in the valley uh, last We'll, uh, we'll shout two. out to Adi's real quick. Adi's got to take off. Uh, appreciate you coming on, bro. Appreciate you coming to uh, talk about some Diego and awesome. some League's Cup. Thank you. Yeah, keep up the great work, guys. Tune in every week. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys later. Later, man. So, uh, USL, USL, back to it. It's always good having having some guests. Uh, always great, yeah. Especially with Jose being off uh, tonight, tending to work and family. Uh, hopefully, he's doing all right and uh, probably creating his three quarters Miami, one quarter FC Dallas kit right now. But uh, for that here with the big slash thing here, Barca, but slash Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> uh but he does good work uh you know no definitely here, but... definitely yeah no you know we 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 love jose man we just gotta we gotta bust his chops just like we gotta bust your chops harry <laughs> yeah so for usl san antonio rebounded off a horrible loss uh the week before uh when every single texas ring of fire team lost um five so two. that's not five two yeah five two and they got rolled it would it's I was at the San Antonio match and it just, it, it got ugly quick. And like said here, uh, for El Paso, so you're telling was, me you were disappointed and what winning five to two. No disappointed. <laughs> in... seemed like you were like, Oh, I was like, man, we need to cut this out. This is abuse. <laughs> no, just, uh, so El Paso won, I think, like or was uh, didn't lose in like 10, 10 matches. I think it's something like that. 10, 11 matches. They've now have gone uh, winless in six. So they're they're just on a roller coaster right now. But no, El Paso. There's questions about the locker room. Uh, they're done with the Copa Teos out of their four matches. They ended up with two draws: once against San Antonio, once against RGV. Uh, unfortunately, San Antonio plays RGV. Uh, 16th on a Wednesday night. And then the uh, 30th, I think two weeks later, they play on a Wednesday down in RGV while USL scheduled Wednesday night matches for it. Uh, I don't understand, but that's above my pay grade. They're trying to tell us something. You think? Uh, well, they've done, they've done that to you guys too. Uh, mm -hmm. Dallas and Houston yeah. and, and you know, Austin – I don't understand. If it's a rivalry match, why not have it on a Saturday to where fans where fans can travel? Um, but that's a whole different discussion uh, for it here. But no, for USL, San Antonio is still uh, second. I think they're four points back from Sacramento. Looking good. San Antonio in what place you said? Second? Second, yeah. So San Antonio, man, they're just – they're a good squad, dude. I mean, I don't care what but, you say. Yeah, although the, they lost to the Miami FC, which was their first loss at home since 2020 uh, for it here. So they got to restart up. They traveled to Phoenix uh, this week and then New Mexico next week, which I may be going to. Uh, but, no, they, they lead the league in 42 goals, 24 goals allowed. 
37 points. Uh, El Paso, 9, 5, and 7, uh, 32 points. RGV is an 11th, but at 27 points uh, for that here. But if you look between 27th and there's five points. So just like, you know, you can go from fourth or even going, you know, yeah, from fourth to 11th is, is six points. So just like the MLS West, USL West, very tight. Still, I think there's what about 10 games or so left for most teams. Everybody's still in it. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, for San Antonio, they got six matches this month there in August, which um, maybe if it cools off could be an advantage, but uh, it doesn't seem like here in Texas that they have that uh, that thought. Yeah, so USL, uh, y'all's next match this weekend? Yeah, at Phoenix, uh, what, 9.30, 10 o'clock uh, Central Time? So stay up late. Do you guys got a match? Oh, no, you don't play. No, no you don't play we don't for have a, a game. while, right? Yeah, we're too good. They told us to just take the month off. They said, hey, guys, just take the month off. Have a break. That's right. We're you guys don't play, the, what, till 20th, 20, right? The 20th. Yeah, and we play St. Louis. St. Louis. That same well, night, Saint though. That same night, uh, LA Galaxy plays RSL. So nine thirty. If you guys want to watch Diego, first game hopefully in a in the LA shirt. Will SA ever join the MLS? Y'all think Alvaro already? No, my man. Don't count on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that they can't. It's not that they shouldn't be able to. But uh, with the Austin clause, uh, at least with the current leadership in MLS. Um, and to be fair, uh, both Austin FC and San Antonio FC, when they made their bids to MLS, did include each other in the same market. So MLS considers this the same market now. Could they have one? And should they have one? I think that's a yes. I think it would be one of the best rivalries in, you know, in North American soccer. You know, I, I think the, the fans... Um, have a dislike for each other very easily uh, for that here. Um, it would be one of the, uh, to me, it would be the best rivalry uh, in Texas um, just because of the proximity, um, you know, for that here. But no, it just, I don't see it. The only chance I see is if MLS goes 40 and San Antonio is like 39, 40 along those lines where it's an MLS one, MLS two type, type awesome. of thing. So, but by then they're going to be in, looking in for uh, Mega Millions money to, to be able to get in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Not that not that I encourage gambling, but the uh, Mega Millions one point two five billion dollars uh, cash option is six hundred million. So you you might be able to afford an MLS team uh, with that amount of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. Uh, yeah. So he loves San Antonio as a city. I do too, man. I actually really do enjoy San Antonio going out there. And uh, I like San Antonio FC also, low-key. I did go to the USL final, watch them win the cup and lift it. That was pretty cool. Shout-out to Harry for getting me those tickets. So uh, anything else on USL? No. Uh, you want to touch base on the uh, uh, Women's World Cup? Uh, the U.S. women did advance 
past the the group stage, kind of, sort of. You wouldn't know that by how they played, but uh, they get to play, I think it's Sweden on Sunday morning. You have it pulled up? I'm trying to find it here. Yeah, they move on. They got what's uh, second out of their group. Yeah. Luckily, a post saved their their chances to advance. Yeah, August 6th at uh, 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Oh, man. Perfect. Perfect time to pop so, a brewski open. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday morning. Against Sweden. Sweden so. For my boy Marcos. <laughs> so, your your thoughts? Um, I'm not sure if you're a U.S. Men's National t- or U.S. Uh, Women's National Team fan, but... Uh, I will say it does not look good for them to three-peat, but that's, there's a reason why that's never been done. Because um, if they do get that, they'll most likely play Japan, who's been one of the hottest teams. So finishing second in the group, uh, their path is extremely tough to try to make it out uh, to even uh, opportunity to defend. But to me, it just seems like this... Um, There's a disconnect with this team, um, but I think we knew. At least I felt that this was a transitional World Cup uh, for you know for the United States women's team, just because you had all the greats, and you still got a couple of them that maybe stayed too long. You could argue, uh, and then you know the coach uh, reminds me a little bit about Coach Wolf, not uh, not subbing, not you know changing tactics. So it'll be yeah, interesting. I know, I know very little. About the women's world, uh, I mean the women's national team. But from what I do hear and what I do see, is that we are playing some older players. We should be playing our younger players, and kind of not even should should be there at the World Cup. We should have scouted a little better. But I don't know. Uh, I do see it being difficult for us to three peat. And if you say that we're playing as it tough teams, yeah, as, as it, it should. should, of course, yeah, of course. Who three peats? Not everyone, you know. It Brazil, I don't even think Brazil's done it on the men's side. Uh, no, no. It just it doesn't happen. Nah, but I mean Madrid has you know won three P. Oh, UCL, here we but, go. But I mean, who's talking Madrid, right? <laughs> <laughs> who's ever won it twice in a row? There's going to be stars added to this very soon. Just saying. But with uh, with that being said. Follow us on Instagram, Text Ring of Fire. Follow us on Twitter, Text Ring of Fire. YouTube for all the listeners, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Goals.tv. Remember, Cold Fire. And also, do not forget, Soccer Stars, again, once again, free soccer class demo, 30-minute class by age group. Age groups are 3 to 10 years old. It is Saturday, August 26th. The first 25 kiddos get a free gift. Tell them RB22 from Texas Ring of Fire sent you. It's from 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Harper Park, Field 4. There's all the information you need there. Like I said, I will post this website and the all the information wherever you are listening, whether it's, like I said, uh, YouTube or listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Follow us. Give a subscribe. If you're not subscribed yet to Text Ring of Fire, please do so. Like I said, goals.tv. You got to check out that code, Fire. It's going to give you a lifetime free membership. We have apps on uh, Apple. 
and they have apps on Google. You can go check that out. A lot of content, a lot of U.S. women's national team. Uh, Riley James, like I said, he's out there going. Jose is grinding all the time to get content out for you guys. He does. He's nonstop workhorse. That's his baby. That's what he loves. That's what he enjoys. He's just wants to get the best content out at all times. So you got to respect it. He's not here. Um, Harry, I appreciate you, my boy, helping me out. Like, as always, uh, never fails. I know you got your son's soccer going on, but still here. Same thing for me. Got coaching going on, but still here. Last week, we weren't able to make it. We did have a lot of things going on. And uh, episode 50, man, that was that was fun. That was a big hit mm-hmm. for us. That was uh, a lot of views. A lot of people checked it out. A lot of people hit me up on that one. So appreciate everyone that listens to us wherever you're at in the world, man. If you know anybody that wants to listen to some FC Dallas, some Houston Dynamo or Austin FC, USL, any kind of thing that's going on in Texas, or if you have any information that you want us to share on the show, always reach out, man. I'm I'm not going to say no. I'm a pretty friendly guy. So, I mean, anything else, Harry? Anything else that I miss? No, I just uh, – we might have to see if we can do kind of an emergency thing with uh, Jose to talk about uh, – the Edwin uh, Cirillo trade uh, from Dallas to Galaxy because that seems to be a pretty big trade there, and you got to kind of wonder why. And that's Marcos's cousin. Oh, is it? That's yeah, that's the one that's his cousin. So Marcos is actually in the group chat right now. He's uh, we got to console him. We got to go check him out, make sure he's okay. He's he's not taking it very well. He he thinks he deserves to go to LA too. I don't know what's wrong, what's going on through his head, but oh, and according to Tom Burger, Dallas is light in the position without Cirillo. Um, though he has the room on the roster and another budget to make uh, through here. Um, don't have to announce it. So paperwork has to be in by one a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, oh, that's right here. So that was yeah, that already so. passed. That no, that's said. midnight. Midnight. Oh, t- oh, one Eastern Time. Oh, okay, correct. So, so midnight here. They got they got 50 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> they better chop, 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 chop. But appreciate y'all checking out episode 51. Shout out to all the fans, man. Y'all are really what keeps us going, really, this club. The love for the game. Like I said, anything you want to share, anything you want to want us to share on the show, just reach out. Soccer Stars, I appreciate y'all. And uh, good luck. If y'all go to that, uh, well, you'll probably see me there. So I'll be keep promoting it for the next three three weeks or so. I signed Harry up. We're gonna pass him for an eight year old. <laughs> He's just a big eight year old. <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, we'll catch you next week, man. Peace. Stay better than my friends. <laughs>